Yeah, and uh, that's not generally something that 10-year-olds would relate to. Yeah, my uh, seven-year-old came home the other day and was like, hey, mom and dad, what is Squid Game? And we're like, where did you even hear that? He's like, oh, the kids at school were talking about it. Don't want to judge other parents and how no. they entertain their children. Yep. Um, we were just like, it's not for you, bud. Like, yep, sorry. I, other kids, I guess, are maybe watching it. I don't know. That seems weird to me. But, you know, like like you said, kids do what they do and different families are different. But I'm I'm surprised that it seems like as many kids are watching it as they are. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess the only way I could probably see it is like my daughter watched it and she's 13 and she told me about it. So like I didn't know about it. And she's like, I watched Squid Game. I'm like, oh, cool. What's that about? And she's like, it's these people playing games. And I was like, all right, whatever. And uh, she's like, you should watch it, Dad. It's really good. So then I watched it. And I was like, ah, this is really good, Madeline. Wait, you watch this? <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. This is very. And see, I for me as a parent, I for my line is the violence. You know, I, I'm okay with sexual content to an extent as long as it's not, like, violent sexual content. Um, I'm fine with drugs. You know, I feel like it's sort of an edu- it's an opportunity to educate the children in sex and drugs depending on, you know, the context of it, I guess. But just, like, really graphic violence, for me as a parent, that's that's where I'm like, nope, not for you. Yeah, it's, uh, it's extreme. And uh, like I said, too, a lot of the the theme of the entire show, I guess, ultimately to me is I I just I know my seven year old. It was more like you won't like it. You won't get it. You know, it's not Pokemon. (laughs) (laughs) The early early show later with Karis and Jeremy. Tyler Bancroft from uh, Rock and Roll Outfit said the whale. You're going to have a new radio program on this year radio station. Can you believe they let me do it? Well, I, yeah, I can believe it. I know you've been working on it for a long time. Yeah, yeah I've been. Uh, it's a it's a real squeaky wheel situation. Uh, so yeah, tell us about the show. The show is um, my attempt to shine a light on the bands that I think should be on the radio. Uh, I just get to play God on the playlist, and um, there's going to be a lot of great Vancouver bands. There's going to be bands from the rest of Canada. There's going to be international bands. Um, it's just kind of going to be like the inside of my brain, but on the radio for an hour. Uh, so the show is going to be Sunday evenings and Wednesday evenings, right? You got it. Sunday at six, Wednesday at nine. Delightful. Okay. So the first, I feel like they shared the first playlist, which is coming oh, up. Oh, really? Did you, yeah. we, we saw the first playlist? Or was that a, I think it was an, it was internal though. That was an oh, internal that was a mock up. That's not the uh, well, that was actually pretty close to correct. I have I have selected. That. Okay, well, <laughs> what are you planning on Sunday? <laughs> yeah, what's coming up, Tyler? On Sunday, what do we got? Okay, we got the new Peach Pit song. Ooh. We got um, we got a new song from Dwight, who is the bass player of the Zolas and has an awesome solo record. Um, we got uh, a band from Vancouver called Dead Soft. We got some new Dazer May, who's another Vancouver band. Um, on the international front, we're playing Remy Wolf. We're playing Terry Presume, uh, new snail mail, which is a, a new record comes out on November 5th. So I got one of the singles off that it goes on. It's awesome. It's, it's like my dream playlist. And how about interviews? Are you going to be talking to any bands? Is it mostly playing the music? Uh, I would say for sure that's going to happen. Not on episode one, but I definitely have co-hosting plans. I've been talking to Zach from the Zola's about a little co-host. 
Um, I think uh, Dave and Graham from Tokyo Police Club are going to co-host with me. Um, so for sure, I'm gonna I'm gonna use my like you know rock and roll connections to uh, to leverage some some good content. And how many said the whale songs per show? Yeah, how Minimum, many? Like yeah. six. <laughs> Tyler, hello. All right, that was Tyler from Said the Whale talking about his brand new show, Discovery, which is going to be a debuting oh, no. on Sunday at 6. Oh, he's there. Oh, he's there. He's there. Hey, Tyler, you back? Oh, yeah. You're here? I was, I was here. I was here. Yeah, I thought I was making a great joke and then it just cut out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. just we, oh. we lost you. <laughs> so funny. Tyler oh. from Said the Whale. So good. So good. Um, well, hey, if anybody wants to come hang out with me, I'll be down at 1991 Main Street today with the whole band. We're celebrating our new record. Um, so there's going to be a pop-up shop with, like, Cash Bar, and we're doing a headphone listen of that record. But I will not be playing Said the Whale on my own radio show. I think that crosses the line. No, I Oh, you won't? Know. You won't at all? Like, maybe just now and then? Just slip one in? We'll see. Dang. Like, I'm trying to, I'm trying to keep like some professional boundaries here, but right. yeah, we'll see what happens. But you could sneak up my buddy Dave track in, and no one would be, no one would be sad. There, uh, you know, they, they might be a little sad. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tyler, thank you so much for taking the time to uh, chat with Karis and I on uh, the Peak. Thank you, guys. I appreciate the support. The early show later with Karis and Jeremy. Still to come on the uh, on the old podcast, we will check in with our resident movie near the Danimal. He's got a spicy take on the spice. Yeah, on this new movie Dune. Yeah, so uh, he, I, I feel like he went counter to most of what I've read online so far, but I follow a lot of nerds. Like yeah. sci-fi nerds, not movie nerds. Dan's yeah. a movie nerd, not to be confused with sci-fi nerds. Different nerddoms. Sometimes in that Venn diagram, there's overlap, but not necessarily. Not this time. No. So, okay, we'll get to that in a moment. <laughs> but you found a weird story. But right now, we, uh, we've we got, well, you know what? It's weird, fun, and it's awkward. A new birth control device for men. This is pretty interesting. That was It's Time by Imagine Dragons. Good morning. The early show with Karis and Jeremy at 735. And this new birth control device for men was invented by a German. Uh, It's a unique ultrasound style of birth control called a testicle bath. (gasps) That's an awkward topic. Yeah, I mean, it sounds awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy says, tell me more. How, what can I bathe? How do I do it? Uh, apparently, this is such a good invention that it won the top prize at Germany's James Dyson Awards. And the Dyson Awards, which I'm assuming is, you know, named for the inventor of the Dyson vacuum, <laughs> probably. I don't know. Apparently, the award celebrates, encourages, and inspires designers of new problem-solving ideas. And I guess maybe an ultrasound testicle bath is a good problem-solving idea. Apparently, it temporarily stops sperm mobility. Now, this story doesn't go into exactly, like, do you... Do you dip into a That's bath? what I'm psyched. Like, do I literally get to plunk down into a Epsom salt style bath? Yeah. A little on the undercarriage, how you doing? Yes. And then it's like, I'm good to go? Yes. And then it's, the story says, I'm good to go for months. Yeah. So is this like a one- Yorker shot. <laughs> so one time Epsom salts dip. And then <laughs> let's talk about just from the branding standpoint. I get a vasectomy- 
chop, chop, knife, murder of my testicles or a bath? Well, yeah, although... Are you kidding me? God, why did people with testicles have it so easy? Man, you know, like all of... if you got Easy? Yeah. They want to machete them as the old way and the new way is... A, I know. Is a soak in the tub? Yeah, true, true. Although it's like a ding, ding, laser, granted. And then, yes, granted, that is oh, a pain. I couldn't that, afford granted, the laser. A- I did the old medieval way. <laughs> oh, dear. Okay, yes. that's a problem. It took 15 whole minutes. <laughs> oh, I boy. was in and out in the morning and made it to work late. No, actually, Dustin gave me the afternoon off. Oh, really? He did. I was like, I could come in. He's like, you shouldn't. Oh, man. Sometimes I wish I had all my bits on the outside. It'd be so much easier. <laughs> the early show, later, with Karis and Jeremy. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's. Woo! It's hit or miss on the early show with Karis and Jeremy. Uh, we're talking to our resident movie nerd, Dr. Anomal, Mr. Dan Nichols. Dan, let's do it. Oh, uh, yeah, this is a tricky one, <laughs> but I got to call Dune a miss. Friend. Oh, what? Yeah, Whoa. You are listen, literally the only person. Are you prepared to go out on that limb? Listen, I'm going to shut down all my socials after this. I know. I know I have to. All right. But listen, it's a space opera about this. Okay, here's what I got from it, because I'm not a fan of this book or the previous movie. Oh, my God. But they give okay. us this bland young okay. adult. Okay, no. so, so, okay. so just, just so just so we're clear, you're yeah, you're not coming at this from a I'm a super fan angle at all. You're looking at it strictly, structurally, and emotionally as just a movie. Yeah, as, as I would assume most people are going to come into it to see, you know, okay. uh, the thing about this movie is that it's kind of meant for that very small audience, you know, those with pre-existing familiarity, but the rest of us get kind of two and a half hours just to straight up yawn and nap if you want. Whoa, uh, and my big, okay. My biggest problem with this movie is the main character, this, this little, this thumb-sucking wiener kid named Paul. Uh, he's, played by, he's played by Timothy Chalamet, uh, who is not a com- compelling presence at all, but this character is just so bland and does nothing. Uh, he has no personality and no agency in his own story. Watch this. You can actually watch the film. He literally does nothing at all to advance the plot. He's just there. Things happen around him, and everybody thinks he's special because he has dreams of Zendaya. Yeah, well, so do I, but I don't go around calling myself the son of God. Fair enough. <laughs> but, man, you have attacked Dune, which hurts me personally. You've attacked Timothy Chalamet, who's just a beautiful creature to look at. <laughs> Wow. Well, and I guess maybe is he is he maybe in the film to be beautiful? Is that maybe what's going on? I, I, honest to God, I think so because he has sharp, angular features. Which hey, they they look well, great on film. He's a pretty man. He's an attractive man. All right, that's, it's what was sure, that Netflix is, one where he was a knight? That one didn't make sense either. <sighs> oh, I yeah, I think it was, was called the King or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. See, that one needed anyone but Timothy Chalamet, and it would have been a lot better. He just doesn't have a lot going on behind his eyes. But if you watch this movie, watch Jason Momoa, because he's the one who gets it right. He's the one who can say, hey, here's a character, really thinly drawn, but I'm going to make you invest in it sheerly with performance. So, you know, it's some really impressive sci-fi visuals that look amazing, but there's just not much else. So I think you can miss, get this Dune Part 1, as they call it, at least until they make a part two, and maybe then it's all worth it. But for me, it uh, looked great, cool, good for you, but it was really boring and not compelling. The Early Show, later, with Karis and Jeremy. We did it, episode 50. The testicle dude discovery uh, squids. 
<laughs> yeah, close enough. Close enough. That'll that'll do. That's the episode title for sure. For sure. For sure. Thank you for listening. And you can even tune into our live radio program from 6 to 10 a.m. Monday to Friday on 1027 The Peak in Vancouver. You can find it online to stream it at thepeak.fm. And feel free to text us. I mean, well, you can text us during that show, but also tweet us at any time at Jeremy underscore Baker or at Karis, C-H-A-R-I-S, hog, H-O-G-G. We want to give you free potato chips if you do that. All right. We'll bounce out of here for the weekend. It's uh, your kid's birthday party. Yeah. That'll be fun. Yes. What about you? What are you doing this weekend? Uh, I think I might uh, get some tickets for this Vancouver Giants uh, hockey game on Saturday. Oh, fun. Yeah, maybe nice. drag the kids out to that. So looking forward to that. Other than that, no real plans. We'll just kind of go with the flow. Yeah, just chill out. Maybe work on some Halloween costumes a little bit. A little bit, yeah. yeah. The, the Decorations. Guys, the, the four-year-old keeps moot like, if we have, what do you want to be for Halloween? He's like, policeman. Okay, cool. Fireman, not construction worker. I'm oh, like, yeah. Wow. Okay. It's hard. When the kids are young, oh, man. Yeah, it, it changes. changes. It changes it, in one sentence. Yes, exactly. And so to try and plan ahead for that is actually impossible. Yeah, so we're kind of like, eh. I go with the construction <laughs> worker one only in that he will play in that outfit for all year. Yeah, exactly. He, just, he loves it, so... Uh, and then he wanted to be a garbage man. So then we're like, oh, we can get the construction worker outfit and just print a waste management logo and tape that on. Perfect. And then the construction, of, like I said, it'll be in the tickle trunk all year. I'll play with it all year. Perfect. Excellent. Um, all right, guys. Thanks for being part of the show. We'll do this again on Monday. Bye. See ya. Nothing can kill the grimace. All right. We're done here.